play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 210, which is actually 310. <laughs> Not that that matters. Anyway, uh, as always, a lot of cool stuff, a lot of great music. Uh, no interview on this episode. Looking to get some stuff set up. I've got a few. Just been busy. Haven't reached out, but I will. So just know we will be doing some more here coming up. A lot of new music. Let's get into some new music that has come out recently. So stuff will start back on the 28th of uh, April. Black Ink Stain came out with Incidents. The Slurm and Criminal State put out a split called Cover Split 2020, where they each covered one of the other's songs. Talked about that last week. Jars put out a new single, translates to the best festival single. Plizkin which features Sebi of Stomper 98 on vocals. Ah. Uh, but, uh, you know, Stomper 98, if you're familiar with that band, their uh, vocals or lyrics, rather, are in German. He sings German there, but here he sings in English. They have a new album that'll be coming out next month in June, and they released a single called Dear All Happy People. We'll be playing that here in the next week or so. Parasites, they released a new album and I will tell you what that is here in a moment with the help of Google Translate because they are a Russian band and the album is in Russian. <laughs> the Lillingtons on the 30th released Can Anybody Hear Me, which is a tribute to Enemy You. Authority Zero released a new EP called The Back Nine. Def 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 released a new single called Odes. Eric will be talking more about that here just as soon as we wrap up this list. Mm-hmm. Demons released Privation. Dropkick Murphys released a new album called Turn Up That Dial. It's a great one. I listened to it a bunch this last week. Action Adventure released Pulling Focus. That's on Pure Noise Records. 081 on Irish Voodoo Records released self-titled EP 081. The Venturas released The Weaker Self EP. That was on the first 390. They released... Uh, Fight the Machine on the 1st, May 1st. And we'll be talking more about that later in the episode when we get to albums. Rebelde released Discographia on Rusty Knife Records. I think that's like remastered and all that stuff. Uh, uh, Projects that Rusty Knife Records has been doing, getting some older recordings of some bands and remaster, re-releasing. It should come out on vinyl as well. Me, The Guts. Released Spilt Guts Over Rough Cuts on the 3rd. Mind's Eye released True Blue on the 5th. That's on Irish Voodoo Records. Half Past Two released a new single called Some Nights. Fudge Wax on Punk and Disorderly Records released a remastered version of their release. Their only release, I think it was their only release, called Turtle. That was on the 5th. Manic Hispanic released a new track, Holding Cell. That's a single on a prelude to the album that I think is supposed to come out maybe next month. I don't think it actually officially said, but they're doing pre-orders for it, I believe, already. So go check that out on Manic Hispanic's website. Go look them up on the social medias. I had no idea they were still around. <laughs> Manic Hispanic, it was a cool track, too. Uh, I heard the single already. Uh, you can get the single now. 
Uh, useless ID, they released most useless songs, or they will be Friday the 7th. And also on the 7th, Mighty Mighty Boston's When God Was Great. That's what they're releasing on the 7th. American Television will be releasing Adolescence, which I believe was a five-track EP. Them covering a track from five different bands, Operation Ivy and Fugazi and so forth. Uh, I think Bad Religion might have been one of the covers. Right. So bands that influenced them, they did a cover, five tracks. That's coming out Friday. Belvedere on the 14th will be releasing Hindsight is the Sixth Sense. Voodoo Glow Skulls will be releasing Living the Apocalypse. Lemon Law will be releasing Chill Your Gills. Maladia is releasing Sacred Fires EP. Real Ski, no, Reaxki, Reaxki, Reaxi. I don't know what I'm saying here. Reaxi is going to be releasing Isok Hari Kapunyan Kita EP. <laughs> if I got that right, I would be amazed. <laughs> Grinning Death's Head is releasing Cataclysm EP. Goodbye World is releasing At Death Door or Death's Door that wraps up the 14th. And one final release, Gummyo is releasing Gummyo EP, which is the final EP from that great band out of Seoul in South Korea that comes out on the 15th. Eric, you got anything to add to the list? Well, not entirely too much. Just a. Uh... One thing is I got to hop on that Dropkick record. I forgot that that came out. It's a good one. Uh, yeah. Based on your uh, mini review on it, just that one sentence, you've been listening to it <laughs> a lot of times this week. <laughs> yes. That and what were the other ones? I listened to 390 like three or four times since the first. That's over on Spotify as well. Uh, you can get it on iTunes. I get it on iTunes. And what was the other one? The Rum Jacks. That's a good one, too. Ah, yeah, Their yeah. new one. I, I, those are the three that I listened to when I wasn't trying to listen to new music and stuff that needs to be getting on the show. Yeah. There is one album that's coming out. It's a little premature to say it because it's not slated to release in July. But it was announced, uh, not yesterday, but two days ago. The Descendants have a new album underway. And... It's sort of a compilation of tracks that were recorded and never released. They were just uh, they just uh, existed in their little uh, rehearsal space from '77 to 1980, before they released their their initial Fat EP. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, they they're releasing that all the way in uh, July. That's all I'm gonna say about that. I'm just excited because. I worship the Descendants. I love those guys. <laughs> I got <laughs> and- Milo tattooed on my shin. And it's a big one, too. <laughs> on that news, they're replacing NoFX as the headliner on Friday of Punk Rock Bowling, and yeah. all is shifting, I think, from Friday to Sunday. Yep. That's, uh, yeah, that is correct. That's what they are doing. I'm like, all? Yeah, it would have made more sense if uh, Milo would have uh, joined down there, did a Descendant set, and now they are. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, but won't be seeing NoFX. They're always fun to see live, but... Oh, well. <laughs> Not a punk rock bowling this year, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I, won- I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go figure that ah. out. Uh, just that- look up no effects, punk rock bowling. Yeah. And it's just, uh, you'll, you'll see what we're talking about. Right. Oh, man. Something really dumb. <laughs> uh, the Parasites album. It, in, in Russian, it is... Mir sashol sumat. And it translates to World Has Gone Mad. So go and check that one out, too. I've played them over on one of those few episodes I did of all Russian bands over on the episode I did on Punkinoy Worldwide. Eric, let's get into this show. What do you got? What's the new track? The new track? 
as uh, you preluded, is the new song from Def Def Def, Odes. Odes is the third song in their, enca- in their entire catalog that has been released. Um, don't know if it's going to be on vinyl, but they do exist online <laughs> and all <laughs> streaming services. So three songs deep, and I am not disappointed. Odes, yeah, like, like I said a few episodes ago, every time I talk about Def Def Def, they exist on, they harp onto that catalog of a post-punk. You think of like, uh, you think of like when the Damned softened up their sound a little bit or when, uh, uh, what's his name, Johnny Rotten hopped over to Public Image LTD or PIL, stuff like that. So it's a bit more laid back and a lot more, uh, what's the, what's the word? has a lot of atmosphere to it, a lot of uh, softness. Um, so yeah, it's not the most intense song that they have released thus far. I think the, I think the, uh, the one they released, uh, they released prior to that, the second single. Can't remember what it's called, but I remember loving the sound on that one. It was a bit more abrasive. So this one's a little bit more laid back. Be a nice way to ease into the show. Cool. So yeah, here's Odes. From Def Def Def.
So yeah, like I said, it's softer and it's got a it's a bit more wavy, you know? Right. <laughs> just uh yeah, it just kind of has that breezy feeling to it, but still has this underlying sense of insecurity, you know? Yeah. And that's the and that's kind of the beauty of what uh post-punk was all about. And it's still going so strong to this day. Definitely wearing their uh uh wearing their inspirations on their sleeve, these guys. So, so yeah, once again, I want to know where they are going with this sound. I want to know what's going to come about as an EP or a full length. They did say they're, you know, working on getting new stuff. So we'll see. And the also the buildup uh, for this EP, like uh, I followed them on Instagram and they were just, <laughs> they were just building this up on their stories. Even the night, bef- the day before the release, they had a fucking countdown clock. It's like, <laughs> it's going to go live at midnight on the 30th. So keep it, keep an eye open and three, two, one, boom. All right. Start streaming it. <laughs> I'm like, holy hell, these guys are really putting their all into this. They're really proud of this song. So, uh, yeah, I can see why. <laughs> Turned out good. Well, we got a couple other new ones. Uh, first up, the band Vacant Rogues. I want to thank the band for having the, it's a 12-inch EP. There's two tracks on each side. Uh, looks awesome. It's sitting on the record player right now. Yeah. Great looking white, uh, just like bone white looking color. It looks awesome. I like it. This is a really good release. I like all four tracks. I was looking forward to this release. The band had got together, said, "Hey, we're we're going to be putting some music out," and it is formed uh, or formed with members of bands from the bands. Uh, I'm saying a lot of words over and over. The band's Vacant Lot that are from Toronto. Love that band. Go check out their music. I played some of their music before. And then the band Rogues from Detroit. So kind of a a super group, as it were. And this band is also co-fronted by former Red Alert roadie and tour manager Sunderland Pete. So, I mean, they just have multinational, I think was the word that I saw. It's a multinational band. Uh, and it's out on KB Records. They sent it over, and it looks awesome. Uh, so great. I was listening to it earlier today, just listening to see how the audio sounds from the record player coming into the mixing board here. And I like it. It's great. Uh, you can get your copy at vacant, vacantrogues.com if you're here in North America. And if you're in Europe, oi, the shop. Go get them there. <laughs> Uh, it was released November 27th of 2020. I don't think you can get it digitally. You might be able to go listen to it on YouTube, like if you want to hear the songs individually. But right now, I think about the only way you're going to get it is get your hands on a copy. So do so. The EP is called Brothers in Arms. I almost played that track, the title track, but then I decided, nope, I'm going to go different than the title track. And we are going to listen to Let It Be Written, Let It Be Done. Here it goes. Saving your country It's time for a revolution I 
like some old school 70s punk right there right <laughs> great stuff and that's that will transition us into the next track which you just said right there but ah, yeah. uh, i'm going to just say that so so good you should check it out uh coincidentally not intentionally but just after the fact uh, based on the bands that i picked on this episode i think a lot of the bands that i've picked uh for the show all have that classic what punk was about theme in their music, though the music is new. I think that there has been a lot of punk music in recent history that has kind of diverged from what punks used to really sing about. And I think that some of these tracks kind of get back to that. Not the next one, different segue. We're going to go with Eric's segue. So rewind back to that, and then we're going <laughs> to jump into this. Uh, some great punk music, brand new punk music from a band that started in 1976. The band Chelsea yeah. is going to be releasing a new album called Meanwhile Gardens. They released Cash, uh, it's C-A with the dollar sign H, Cash. They released that single on April 16th, but the album actually releases on May 28th. I have the album, digital version anyway, because they, were, they did like a Kickstarter thing somewhere over a year ago, something like that. And then they had issues. I don't remember how long it was. But they had issues with COVID and getting together and finishing off the recordings and so forth. But they did. It's going to be released. I got the digital version a couple weeks ago. I like it a lot. We're going to check out a track different than Cash, but you can go check out Cash anytime. It's already out. There's going to be 13 new tracks on their new album, which is called Meanwhile Gardens, and I'm not playing the title track off that either. <laughs> We're going to be playing a track, Why Aren't We There? It's great stuff. This is the band Chelsea, who is from London, who has been a band for 45 years, longer than both Eric and yeah. I have been alive. So Seriously. <laughs> and they're putting out new stuff, and if I'm not mistaken, I think they said that this would be that their last release as a band, but don't hold me to that. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. All you need to know is that the album's coming out soon. It is brand new music. Let's check out 
Why Aren't We There from Chelsea.
All right, that is new Chelsea. What do you think? Oh man, it's easy for a band to sound like the like they're uh, rehearsing the uh, '70s punk rock sound when they were actually there. <laughs> uh, but Chelsea's a wonderful band. Those guys are. Yeah, it's nice to still hear uh, punk music that is not afraid to incorporate some pop sensibility to it. Right, the catchiness and the little. Uh, the melodies in between vocals and the harmonization of it between the uh, guitars and whatnot. It's lovely. <laughs> I definitely prefer my pop punk sound to be that 70s, 80s version of pop punk sound. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to what might pass as pop punk currently. Yeah. It's a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of 70s, a lot of 80s. It still had that, it still had that poppiness vibe to it. Even a bit of the 90s had it. Uh, that's when uh, skate punk and pop punk were. Walking that fine line, it was right. very faded, but they were all cut from the same cloth. <laughs> right. Well, they're a great band. Uh, again, Meanwhile Gardens is coming out here in a couple weeks on the 28th. They've released 12 total studio albums. They started in 1976. Their first album came out in 79, and they've released four after this one comes out anyway. They'll have released four albums in this century. So eight before... Nice. Four since. Congratulations to them. 45 years as a band. It's still going. I'm sure they're going to be doing some shows. Uh, maybe, you know, I, I don't know what. Probably some great ones over there in Europe once those yeah. start kicking around. So get out there and see them if you can, when you can. Let's get into some older, lesser known. What do you got? Uh, what have I got? I got a, a band known by the name of Strung out yes oh <laughs> uh, yeah strung out they are uh they are a bit of an odd band i mean for on one side they are they came as part of that punk revival skate punk explosion they have that they have that speed they have that melody they have that vibe to them but they're guitarists they're guitarists you could tell listen to a lot of iron maiden <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of uh there's a lot of uh wailing leads a lot of uh Wonderful solos with hammer-ons and everything, yeah. <laughs> and they've been and they've been going strong. They've been going strong for thirty years now. Yeah, yeah, because they they were around since uh, ninety. Ninety. Yep, they formed in ninety. Yep, thirty-one years. They and they are still going strong. Um, yeah, I've been a bit spotty with uh, what I've listened to by them. It's only been a few albums, uh, but one of the albums that came out it was in a. Uh, what was it, 2015? Yep. 2015, the uh, Transmission Alpha Delta has a lot of good fucking uh, hits on there. It's not a solid album by any means, but it's still pretty good. Definitely worth listening, especially for the first uh, the first couple of songs. Really lets the guitar breathe on that one. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I chose the one that really stood out to me was the first track, Rats in the Walls. I love the I love the melodies on it. I love how it's just so catchy. I love the emotion behind it. I can feel it. It's just going through my gut and up up with all the organs in my rib cage. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, damn, these guys are they're frying. <laughs> so yeah, strung out. It was like a it was kind of a reawakening album, the transmission one. So so yeah, the first thing you hear when it comes on, yeah. Rats in the walls, you know the strung out is delivering the goods. So here it is. <laughs> For those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. 
The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed. The bitterness of men fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will rise when dictators die. And the power they took from the people will return to the people. stuff oh yeah and at that point in their career you know 25 years in they're still fucking firing on all cylinders <laughs> on that one so yeah uh yeah and that's just another thing uh heating back to the realm between pop punk and uh, uh skate punk and these guys were uh yeah a bit of a different breed you hear the poppiness you hear the speediness of the skate punk variety and then you hear the bit of the metallic undertones and that was something else that was going on in the 90s bands like a uh, Dillinger 4 88 Fingers Louie uh they were all those uh bands that kind of uh, uh ushered in the heavier side of 
pop punk and punk rock as we knew it in the 2000s, which was, you know, the major flag waver at that point was a band like Rise Against. Right. <laughs> yeah, so you listen to Strung Out, you listen to 88 Fingers. I mean, their guitarist, Zach, he was from 88 Fingers before he hopped onto the Rise Against wagon. So, so yeah, you hear a lot of that stuff which uh, goes into that sound as well. Again, know your history. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and so on that note... We had Jake on this show from Strung Out way back in that we released the episode December 31st of 2018. But if you heard yep. it, you probably heard it at the beginning of 2019. But it's episode 80.5. Yep, 80 and, and a half. 80 and a half. <laughs> Go back and check it out. For anybody who's been listening that long, thank you. And anybody who hasn't and you want to check out what Jake had to say, Go check it out. Uh, yeah. Mark Hardcore, he co-hosted the show with me. Did We did a couple interviews together, this being one of them. Great interview. Jake is a great guy. So get out there. Check out this band and more. They had uh, a new album right around the time that we did the interview, which was the album that came after oh, this yeah. one. Yeah, if we got some uh, strung out heads out there, right? <laughs> which I realize is a weird phrase when I now that I've heard it out loud. <laughs> but strung yeah, out heads. We know you we know there are some strung out fans. There's a again, I'm saying this out loud. <laughs> Like I'm saying something else. You know what I'm talking about. Yet strung out. If you if you love strung out, I know you guys do. There there are people out there who've seen them uh, 40, 50 times. Right. <laughs> they they are touring maniacs and people love them. I know that you listeners out there, if you're listening, I hope you enjoyed uh, some fan service here. But if you didn't know about that interview, go back to eighty point five. Check it out. Do it. Next up, we're going to play one more older, lesser known. It was on that same note. Like, I've been meaning to play Butcher's Nail for a while, and I'm glad that uh, KB Records, they sent that album, and they also sent the CD for Butcher's Nail. Their previous release was No Will, No Way, which came out June 1st of 2019. So we're coming up on almost two years ago it was released. And if you weren't following... They released a new album uh, at the beginning of April called uh, Parabellum, I think is what it was, because I think it's pronounced like Parabellum, maybe. But no, they Parabellum. Sp- okay, they yeah. spaced it, in not one word, P-A-R-A space uh, on this one. Huh. Either way, I listened to it. I really like it. I think you should check it out. I think their vinyl are on their way if you've ordered it, but you can go listen to the digital version of their new album, but we're going to be playing something off of their older album, so thanks again to KB for sending that along so we can check that out as well. Give me a reminder. Uh, speaking of you know the previous band I was talking about, Vacant Rogues, you know, part of the band coming from Detroit. Well, that's where this band comes from. Butcher's Nail comes from Detroit. They are also a super group comprised of members of bands from the Detroit metro area and London, Ontario, such as Muggsy, uh, Weapons in parentheses. Not sure what that means. Uh, the Rogues, <laughs> which we just played uh, a band with members from The Rogues. Also, The Alliance, great band out of Canada, Trouble Man, and Swivel Bitch, amongst many others. What a cool name, Swivel Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That just rolls out of your mouth, doesn't it? Swivel Bitch. (laughs) Yes. Don't know what it means, but uh, I I like saying it. I don't know what Swivel means. I think about I feel like, like a like, like rotate around, yeah, like, like, like swivel, like get on a chair, like a swivel chair, and you kind of like yeah, so. rotate around. 
Swivel? So, swivel, bitch. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like I said, don't know what it means, but I like saying it. Uh, the other bands there that I know anyway, the Rogues and the Alliance, both very great bands. Definitely should check out. The other ones I'm not familiar with because this band is so good. Let's get into it so you can hear it and you'll hear exactly what I hear. Here we go. Butcher's Nail off of No Will, No Way. It's the track We Can't Be Beat. Think butcher's nail. Ah uh, man, that was exactly what I was expecting from the name. I think of <laughs> butcher, and I think of just like a, I think of a big burly man in that in that uh, <laughs> that leather face apron, blood splattered all over it from a day's work. And you know he's big, he's burly, he's got a bit of a got a bit of a pudge going on under his belly. Maybe he's got that mustache, the ropes into his sideburns, nice. <laughs> and. That's exactly what I got out of that guy's voice. Just that, just that heaving <clears throat> growl that seems to be coming from the bottom of his stomach. Just, <laughs> we can't 
beep, beep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that chanting. Holy hell, that's just so rallying and catchy. I didn't know the lyrics to this, to this song going in. And next thing I knew, I was singing along with it. That's the that's the power of this fucking song, people. So yeah, if if you were feeling the same thing, I'm sorry, but it ain't for you. Well, <laughs> check those two albums out. Uh, the new one, I'll definitely be playing some new stuff from that either here or on Punkinoid Worldwide before too long. But that album right there was No Will, No Way. The new one is Parabellum that came out on April 1st, and I recommend checking out the artwork. As Eric said, the voice goes with the name of the band. Well, I think the artwork does too, so check out the artwork on both of those. Eric, let's do some great cover-to-cover albums. You're up first. What do you got? Oh, I got... I've been on a bit of a New York hardcore kick lately. I've been trying to space (laughs) them out between episodes. Um... But there is a theme to this one. A couple episodes ago, you remember I played Gorilla Biscuits Start Today. Right. And that was the precursor to a lot of uh, uh, melodic, uh, melodic takes to being brought into the otherwise heavy and aggressive New York hardcore scene. Oh, man. Power of the antisocial being and hard times and whatnot. But, right. Yeah, but here comes uh, Gorilla Biscuits. It's like, let's start today. <laughs> <laughs> so and that set the paradigm for uh, things to come. Like, uh, like I mentioned earlier, in the 90s, it started getting a bit more melodic in terms of, you know, the whole West Coast thing. You think Bad Religion, you think No Effects and Pennywise they, and Rancid. They were taking a new take on punk rock. Well, not exactly new, but more reviving the melody and the poppiness from uh, from the days of old. You think the Ramones, you think the Clash. Yeah, they had a lot of ca- catchy pop tunes. And so the West Coast was trying to do that. But not so much the East Coast until one band after Gorilla Biscuits came along and took the New York hardcore sound, the aggression, the uh, yeah, the aggression and the viscosity behind it and roped it in with the West Coast skate punk melodies. And that band was H2O. <laughs> H2O, yes, they are one of the pillars of New York hardcore, especially in the 90s. They were just like some of the reigning champions of that, alongside Madball and Sick of It All and Vision of Disorder, all going in their own directions. And H2O stood very much on their own. And... Much like Gorilla Biscuits, they kept the lyrics uh, not simple, but re- absolutely relatable. <laughs> I mean, despite some of the uh, straight edge songs that they had in there, I mean, they were. Uh, Toby's the only one who's straight edge in that band, as far as I know. <laughs> so, and of course, he's the lyricist, so it comes out every once in a while. But everybody has a song in there that they can identify with. Particularly the first song from their self-titled album, the debut release from 1996. Oh, by the way, this band is as old as I am. Pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, formed in 94. First album came out in 96. The first song you hear on there, five-year plan. You know, you think ahead. We think a day in advance, pretty much. Right. <laughs> we barely think a week ahead. You expect us to come up with a five-year plan? Not really. So, without further ado, H2O, go. My friends look out for me like family. Mama's been struggling since I was three. My friends look out for me like family. 
Mama's been struggling since I was three. Am I scared? Am I pushed? Am I worried? Another day, another year, so it's alright. Because they're still holding on to that uh, punk rock ethos of like, yeah, we don't think ahead. We're living for today. Uh, tomorrow comes. Well, then we'll think of it. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Reading all the uh, uh, some of the autobiographies of 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 the people from the first wave of New York hardcore. I'm talking about the street dwellers. I'm talking Roger Murray, John Joseph, Harley Flanagan. Yeah, those guys were not just saying we're living for today. They were living it. They were living to live for today. Right. <laughs> because out on the streets, I remember this one yeah, this one quote. I think it was John Joseph. It's like if you if you went to sleep and you opened up your eyes the next day, that's a victory. Because, <laughs> yeah, these street dwellers, they got the craziest fucking stories. But, you know, H2O, yeah, they're not street dwellers. Much like Gorilla Biscuits, they were like, uh, you know, they were like suburban kids. They were coming up from Queens and whatnot. You know, so, of course, H2O, Toby Morris is like, well, I'm going to write about what I know and what I, what I like, pretty much. And what I like is... Uh, 
the camaraderie and the community of hardcore and how they're just accepting of pretty much anybody. So, yeah, I'm going to write about that. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't know what it's like to live in a burned-out van or uh, having to push drugs to keep myself alive. No, I don't know about that. So, um, straight edge, I guess. <laughs> and, yeah, they have that song on straight about straight-edgedness on here. Uh, what was it? Here today, gone tomorrow. And it's really just kind of calling out those who just uh, so proudly and so vibrantly marked their exes on their hands and lived that lifestyle for about six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a turd face, you know. You're here today, you're gone tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and if, and if you know Toby Morris, he is the least militant straight edger on this planet. He just lives and breathes PMA. He's got such a such a vibrant lifestyle, and he's a simple man. He just loves hanging out, loves making, f- loves having fun, making laughs, whatnot, and and yeah, he still follows the straight edge uh, ethos. He has the X's tattooed on not just his hands, his fucking feet. <laughs> <laughs> he's, they actually have a there's a skit in this album where they're just like bullshitting in the studio. Then at one point, I I don't know who it is, but one of the band members is <laughs> talking about Toby. It's like he's coming in tap fucking dudes. <laughs> if you look at him now, yeah, he he doesn't. <laughs> it's like is he white? Is he black? No, he's multicolored. Yes, that's his race. He's multicolored. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so so yeah, getting back into the album, the. Yeah, I chose the five-year plan because, yeah, it has that sensibility of poppiness in there, the catchiness, and but it is still just a slamming hardcore song to the to the best of it. But people can still just jump up and just, like, wave their hands and <laughs> sing that opening chorus. It's just this, uh, it's this calling card. It's like, a, all right, we're rallying, buddy. We're going in. <laughs> and we're going to have fun. We're not going to kill each other, for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, and Spirit of 84, which is the other song that I chose, it does the same thing, but it doesn't really have a lot of uh, catchiness on there. It doesn't have a rallying chant, but it has everything musically in there. There's that speed and aggression of old school hardcore. There's the... There's a nice little uh, melodies from skate punk. There's a breakdown. There is a guitar solo. There is <laughs> hammer-ons and everything. It's just the full package for me. So, yeah. Spirit of 84. Uh, also, go. <laughs> you can't let me. I was out by that way. Don't you go missing. Don't you want to be so lies. But you just can't do. You put your foot in my mouth. Tell you what it's all about. Follow. I'm on the side of the roof. 
<laughs> and that's the other thing it has. It has that rallying slogan, H2O, go! <laughs> so yeah, I wasn't just being snarky here. That's something they actually say. They have a whole album that's called Go! <laughs> right. And one of their social medias, it might be their Facebook. I don't remember which one offhand. We'll get to there at the end of the show. But it's H2O, Go! Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. They even have a slogan on there. And the the nice thing I like about the band name H2O, yeah, on the su- on the front it sounds corny. And I know that Toby Morris has something uh has said something about it as like being unity, but you know, being like thicker than water. <laughs> but the way that I see it, it was like this quote from uh Mark Twain. He was like uh he was compared as novels to other people where it's like uh yes, people write masterpieces, but my book my books are like water. You look at the ma- people who wrote masterpieces, it's like a fine wine. Sure, a lot of people will drink it, but everybody drinks water. And that's what I want my, <laughs> my things to be. So, yeah, water, H2O. There's something in there for everybody. Right. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Love so, H2O, and they're so great to see live, too. Oh, yeah. They're one- wonderful fucking guys. Wonderful people, wonderful performers, and that's a wonderful album. It's not my favorite it's a close second to my other favorite album my number one but we will get to that soon i'll take a rest on h2o and maybe new york hardcore in general i doubt it but (laughs) (laughs) but that's just uh that's just what's going through my head right now other than the multitude of metal i've been listening to but whatever what can i say (laughs) well like you pointed out they've been a band for 25 years 20 what 94 so 27 years yeah they're almost uh they're almost 30 oh uh, yes and if you like toby morse he's a cool guy he does his own podcast he's been oh, in the yeah. music industry you know the punk scene anyway for so many years and a lot of his shows are just people that he knows and he's just hanging out talking with them and they're pretty cool so mm-hmm. if you're into that type of podcast and you like h2o or at least toby morse go check it out do it look him up all right, we got one more album. The album I picked, I talked about at the beginning of the show, is the band 390. Uh, I just came across it on this past Sunday, May 1st, right? Uh, I think that was May. Yeah, May 1st was Sunday. Yeah. No, that was Saturday, rather. Sorry. Was it now? Or- yeah, Saturday. It don't matter. Either way, on yeah, May 1st, <laughs> pulled up Spotify. I was going to do some yard work, and Spotify said, hey, guess who has a new album? And 390 had it, because... Not on Facebook all that often, so I didn't know that they were pushing, you know, that they were coming out with a new album. So I'm glad that I did on that day and that Spotify told me. And I listened to it that day and quite a few times since then. I really like it. Uh, speaking of bands that had been on the show before, if you go back to episode 35, I mean, that was one of the first, probably around 10 interviews, maybe around number 10, that we did on the show. Episode 35 back in February of 2018. The show wasn't even a year old yet at that point, and that was over three years ago. <laughs> but uh, fantastic. It was a great interview. Glad they took the time. Then, if you're not familiar with the band 390, they are from La Habra in Orange County, California. Uh, something I want to read about the band that's on, I think might have been the f- social medias or somewhere. I don't remember where, but somewhere. Wrote it down. It's 390 are originalist when it comes to the meaning of punk. Challenge authority and promote freedom. Tolerance for all. That I like. That's what we're going to get into. 
Their new album is called Fight the Machine. I had such a hard time picking. I think there's like nine tracks or ten tracks, something like that. And I just couldn't even... I had such a hard time because I wanted to play all of them. I think they're all cool. They all have a great message. And so let's listen to the first of the two that I picked for this episode. And we'll see what you think. The band 390, the album Fight the Machine, came out just a few days ago, May 1st. The uh, track we're listening to is Don't Go Telling Me. So many of the lines, but I really like that line. I'm not the herd. Yeah. I will be heard. <laughs> That's incredibly clever. I love that. Right? <laughs> yeah, and I love the I love the overall message on there where it's like, I am not you, you are not me. You know, it's like uh it reminded me of the uh the Sham 69 song, Everybody's Wrong and Everybody's Right. You tell me that I'm wrong, you tell me that I'm right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, know, you just can't uh it's for all those people that are trying to influence others. It's like, okay, you're not going to make the decision for them. Right. They are going to make that. You can't really, you can't really change your mind. You can't change their mind. You can't. You can influence them to change it, but they're going to make the decision in the end. And everyone's just got to live with that. 
right? <laughs> and when it comes down to it, just like people want to have their point of view, so do the other people that you're talking to. They also want to have their own point of view. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> their own thoughts. And uh, I love it. Uh, that's something that I- I'm glad people are coming out and singing because no matter what side of politics you're on, that's something that you should probably listen to and take heed to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I mean, we can uh, we can speak all we want. We can even take action all we want, but yeah, ultimately there's a... That's that's sort of the thing with people who uh, take into protest as like a full-time thing. You know, they're not going to see... Most of the time, they're not going to see the closure of what they were fighting for. Right. You know? And that was something... Uh, I think that was a quote I... Uh, that Serge Tonkin actually put in in an interview. Okay. Yeah, because we all we all know Serge. We all yeah. know System of a Down. They are protest music pretty much. And it's like, yeah, what we are fighting for, we may not see it resolved in our lifetime. It may it may come decades after we pass along. But the idea is to keep that influence going so that someone else can carry the torch. Sure. Yeah, and that's the, that's the beauty behind it. <laughs> Eventually, it all works out. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, let's listen to one more, and we'll get some final thoughts on 390 before we move into our not-so-punk section of the show to wrap up the show. (laughs) So here is one more track off of Fight the Machine. Get out there, check it out. If you need to listen to the whole thing first, go listen to it on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you're going to stream it, and then you can go get yourself a copy I got mine off of iTunes the other day because that's where I found it. So 390, fight the machine again. We're going to listen to the track called Chaos in the Street. Oh, 
day and the truth is on the slide. People don't care, it's just a matter of sides. It's a generation of deportation and dishonesty. As our history goes, we got nothing to show for our insanity. Chaos in the street! Chaos in the street! Chaos in the street! Yes, authority <laughs> off our back. Uh, that's what we've been saying since before punk rock came along. Right? And that, like I said at the top of the show, you know, picking music and playing music that gets back to what punk music really was about, not what some people are singing about now. And I'm not saying you should sing things different. I just appreciate that style or that theme in the punk music. What do you think of 390? Well, 390? Again, this is kind of a running theme on this show. It's going back to uh, the rudimentary physics of punk rock, both, yeah, as you pointed out, in uh, lyricism, but also in sound. Right. You know, there's a... Yeah, the bass is very in the forefront right here. Right. Yeah, and that... That's something you don't really hear in a lot of punk music. A lot of right. it is just overinflated with the guitar riff, which is just the same riff going about. It's like, okay, yeah, the same thing, but what are the other guys doing? What's the rhythm section? So I like that they're exemplifying that a little bit more. They're kind of uh, uh, not exaggerating, but amplifying it. Sure. And uh, yeah, and I guess you could put that in a literal sense. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm loving the I'm loving that that's co- that that's coming about. And, and yeah, the lyricism as well, it's got a lot of a uh, tongue in cheek, a lot of satire in right. there, you know, and the, yeah. And, uh, the lead singer, his inflections and just his presentation on deciding what words to, to exaggerate on very well picked, very well crafted. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Do you think they sound like somebody specific? I've been trying to put my finger on it, uh, you know, especially this particular release and it, something eighties. Is where I'm at, but I just can't put my finger on what I think it sounds like. Yeah, I'm at a loss for that too. It's a uh, yeah, it's something familiar. Maybe it's not one band. Maybe it's just a slur of bands. Sure, I'm thinking of because I mean the only uh, uh, political satire that came out in the in the '80s that are most well known are either Bad Religion or Dead Kennedys. I I thought that, and I think yeah, that that kind of reminds me of Dead Kennedys. But then I think about specific Dead Kennedy songs, like mm. <laughs> like I feel like it's along those lines. But I wouldn't say that it's so much like that. But that's that is the one that did pop into my head as well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I can't I can't put a finger on any one band, but but I guess that's the uh, that's the idea of artistic integrity it's like yeah you're going to rip off from everybody but it's about as uh, it's about how well you can hide it right and it's like oh this sounds a little like this but it also sounds a little like this and i don't know something else <laughs> <laughs> you know that means you're doing your job right <laughs> absolutely well go check out 390 uh, fight the machine and keep that in mind fight the machine fight the machine And I guess, don't leave breadcrumbs. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's wrap the show up with some not-so-punk music. We definitely went (laughs) divergent as far as what style of music we both picked on this this episode. What'd you pick? Well, I got something that's uh, a bit from the uh, 
a bit from the punk rock, uh, <laughs> uh, what's it, platform. As in, uh, both of these artists, uh, they come from similar backgrounds and similar influence. One is Naj One. Uh, Naj One, or Folk Knowledge, or however, it goes by different uh, surnames or whatever. Um, or whatever. <laughs> but he's uh, <laughs> the one that I know him most as is Naj One. Uh, in his album, he calls himself Folk Knowledge. And he is a... He is a vegan straight edge rapper from Salt Lake City. And and yeah, in 2005 he released an album called uh, uh man, what Folk was it knowledge. called? Folk Knowledge. Yeah, yeah Folk Knowledge. There you God. go. Again, I'm getting all the names backwards. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and it's him uh Yeah, and it's just straight hip hop gangster rap music. Well, not gangster rap. I won't I won't say that, but the sound it sounds like it's coming from uh from like one of those South Central beats. Okay. You know? And and yeah, it's delivery, it's very, it's very aggressive, it's very hardcore. It sounds like a punk rocker who is in the depths of uh, rap right now. Okay. And he's yeah, the album just goes about, he's telling his stories, telling his views on a <laughs> as it was it's written out very well right here. You know, animal and human rights, hu- animal liberation as well, social equality and living poison free. You know, don't ingest alcohol or drugs. Right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and don't consume meats or any animal byproducts. He stands very much by that idea. So, yeah, vegan straight edge. And I played a song from him uh, about a year ago. It was the I Hate George Bush single. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bush is a pussy and Cheney's a dick. <laughs> that, yeah, that thing. And, yeah, I brought it in there because he was uh, – Doing that rap with the background band, uh, the background band being Sherem, who are also from Salt Lake City, and they are a vegan straight edge metalcore band. Cool, you know, really insane metallic hardcore, as you will hear in this song, because they are also featured on this one, which is the end cap for the album Folk Knowledge. And yeah, it's not exactly rap metal. It's not exactly hardcore rap. I just call it, you know, rap and metallic hardcore, pretty much, and it's brutal it is a fucking gnarly song it just gets you aggravated it gets you moving up it makes you want to throw fists in the air and do that do that fucking pile up <laughs> and i've seen sharem live there is a lot of that going on cool yeah first time i saw sharem they opened up with the i hate george bush song Nodge came out did the thing and <laughs> yeah did his piece and then walked right off and then passed the mic off to billy and that was the show <laughs> cool so yeah so this is the one, New Dawn Breaking. This is the end cap of uh, Folk Knowledge. Listen to the rest of the album, even if it is to get to this last song. I don't care, but listen to it and absorb it. Those that are nameless, a modern day holocaust is painful. 
exactly uh metal rap infusion like body count (laughs) (laughs) who i've also been listening to a lot this week awesome (laughs) but but yeah this is a bit of a an updated version and uh yeah i couldn't relate to much in the uh, first verse though i do love it (laughs) but it's the second verse that really gets me especially with that kind of uh the repetition of the four lines saying a new dom breaking as the prefix of that sentence just to like just to like lead into uh, something else is coming off like a bullet point list, right? And I love I loved that, and that just builds up to that just slamming chorus, you know? right? Yeah, and then just uh, how how Billy French and Naj just uh, just kind of offset each other. It's like Naj is the one keeping the groove and the rhythm and the vocals, and Billy he's just slamming it away on those guttural growls, just bringing it right down to primitive anger. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I love it. Been doing a lot of songs that really pissed off at the world, <laughs> right? Like uh, uh, abrasively so, and just so open with it, just right down to the point. It's like, hey, fuck politicians, <laughs> <laughs> fuck those people of authority, and fuck telling me what to do. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's wrap up the show. I'm gonna play some death metal. I picked this one because I think that you're gonna like it. I like the band. It's the Splats. It's a new project. Darren's doing their on um, Fungus Factory Records. Uh, play all the stuff that uh, comes out there on Fungus Factory Records. Love the stuff Darren does. Go check out Tough Actin, Tenactins, and so many other bands there as well. Anything coming out of Alton, Illinois, you know <laughs> it's got to probably be just something cool that Darren's doing. And this is just some death metal style music, I think, you know, somewhere in that range. But this song specifically, uh, he released it on 420. Ah, <laughs> right. Right. His birthday. Right. <laughs> so the Splats, they put out the demos. I think there's six, five or six. There's five or six tracks on there. The one we're going to check out is Death Gaze. Here we go. We'll see what you think.
exactly hear the death metal part of it <laughs> well, maybe think... i'm over uh, i don't know if they actually called it that i, I think that it might have been one of the describing words you know i get to pick several tags on Bandcamp. i think that might have been one of them there's several others yeah. what kind of metal is that i feel it's more on the groove and the thrash side of okay. metal. so kind of a little bit of uh, a little bit of pantera here and a little bit of anthrax there so okay so I would say that those are the two bands to accurately describe what these guys are going for. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, the the theme of the mu- the, the the lyrics and so forth, right? More of a, a darker metal. Yeah. And maybe that's where I, I'm throwing in that title. Anyway, that wraps up the show. That was the splats. Check them out. Yeah. The demos is what they released. Uh, let's wrap this up. You can find us so many places. You found us already, but you can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, and SLCPunkCast.com. You can find all the bands on Instagram at Def, Def, Def. The final Def has two Fs. <laughs> at Vacant Rogues, at Chelsea underscore Punk underscore Band underscore Official, at Strung Out, at 390 Punk, at The Splats Rock, at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Scary Uncle Eric or Scary Uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. My band is also on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official. Our band camp at anonymous SLC dot bandcamp dot com. Our Facebook at anonymous band SLC. You can find me on an adjacent podcast on Circle Pit Radio called uh, Get Wrecked Podcast or Just Wrecked Podcast. It's on Spotify. And I think that's everything. And find me on Sagan's Youth if you still care to read. Nothing really much has been updated there, but I have been revamping the site. (laughs) Awesome. Well, stay tuned there and listen to more episodes. Eric might update other places you can find him. Maybe so. (laughs) Life's changing. All right, you find all the bands on Facebook at Def3, and that's three spelled out, 
at Vacant Rogues, at Chelsea Punk Band Official, at Strung Out, at Butcher's Nail, at H2O Go, at 390 Band, 390 Band, at The Splats Rock, at SLC Punkcast. I want to thank KB Records again for sending those. Uh, the record for Vacant Rogues, the CD for Butcher's Nail, both are great releases. I want to thank the guys in Vacant Rogues for reaching out. Got to get out there and check that out. Go check out all four tracks. I think it's phenomenal. It's a really great release. And an EP on a 12-inch, really cool. The the bone white that I've got looks awesome right now. Sitting on the record player. And real quick, as a clarification for, I called them death metal for the splats. I'm looking at their band camp right now. It's got, you know, the goat head with the pentagram and all that. Uh, it's kind of the artwork, but it's tagged as metal, black metal, death metal, punk, or punk rock. Thrash metal, thrash punk. So there you go. Just trying to reach out to the various things, and I think I just kind of clicked on that, went with the artwork, and then the track called Death Gaze. Nonetheless, that's what it was. Hope everybody enjoyed. Eric, any final thoughts? Well, one, I really love everything about the names on that Splats thing. The Splats, Death Gaze, Fungus Factory. Right? (laughs) That's That's just really funny. Um... Yeah, I have kind of a final thought here. I mean, we've been, uh, a lot of the music that we played on here was uh, uh, either reaching back thematically or literally uh, to a lot of the old sounds of uh, punk rock. But there's still a lot of new sounds that are coming out. You just, much like how punk rock was such a new thing when it came out, you just had to know where to look. Right. You had to know people. You had to know the names. And you just kind of had to know where to go. And that is still very much alive to this day, whether it's a click of the mouse, a slap of the keys, or still just going out to shows, gallivanting around record shops or whatever, or going to your local bar, finding people of like minds, and that's how you grow, that's how we evolve. So get at her, motherfuckers. (laughs) Play the fucking outro. (laughs) 